I even tell my students this, I, I teach undergraduate students and I tell them like, just imagine that the person you cold called or that you LinkedIn message is reading your message on the toilet because chances are they, they might be doing that. So if you put them in that perspective of like, this is a regular person who is just reading an email, chances are. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Avlinda Correa Peralta of Pocket Palette. Linda, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Gresh, and thank you for having me. Definitely super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Linda so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Linda is the inventor of the Pocket Palette, a full-face travel makeup kit that fits in your wallet. The experience of building a brand for her product and for herself has prompted Linda to launch personal branding coaching for reluctant millennials and others who are new to personal branding. Linda, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's go. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Absolutely. So I think that I've always been kind of like a creator um, and I was really brought up to think about like, how would you solve this problem? And I think that's probably why I don't like to do puzzles in my free time because I feel like I'm always solving problems. Um, but all of this childhood training of, you know, what would you do or how do you solve this problem or figure it out really came to a head um, in 2016 when I first had this problem of, you know, being a busy woman on the go and having to take care of my makeup. Um, when I was out and about. And I really just found the experience of having a huge bulky makeup or really just a huge purse um, kind of weighing me down and only because I just had to have retouch my makeup. And as a woman, it was very important for me to have my makeup set when I was going into meetings. So I figured there has to be an easier way to travel with your makeup. And so that's what led me to create the pocket palette, which if the, the original pocket palette was actually a sandwich bag with um, squished in makeup into that area. So if you think about a sandwich bag with sectioned off, um, that's that was the first pocket palette. So that's what led me to, so with some tinkering to end up with our final product, which is again, pocket palette, which is a full face travel makeup kit. And it has uh, four key products. So it has a lotion slash um, BB cream, a lip and cheek color, and a mascara. That's all packaged into a disposable pouch so that um, if you get caught without makeup or if you are only going to be away for a few hours, you can have this in your just in case. And it's a lot more freeing than being weighed down by a huge purse. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And I can imagine everybody who's using this probably definitely shaking their head, you know, thinking the same thing, especially when you're busy and you're on the go and having to, to worry about everything that you're going to do wherever you're going, in addition to making sure like all everything's in the right place. Um, I can imagine that it's, lot, it's, it's so much. And, and I love that uh, so many times I think some of the greatest like inventions and things that come about are from us kind of scratching our own itch um, and understanding that we need something. And then all of a sudden you start to realize that you're not the only one and you get to create a, a really phenomenal product. Absolutely. And I had, you know, I had that idea of like, 
oh, I, I need this thing. So I'm just going to kind of make it by myself with the sandwich bag. Um, but really, Gresham, it really wasn't until a few years later when I was in the bathroom in business school and I overheard um, women getting ready for interviews after class. And, you know, there they go with their huge makeup bag in the you know, gross public bathroom sink and saying like, they were literally saying like, Ugh, I hate that we have to carry this around um, just to get ready for these things. And, you know, that's when I popped out of the bathroom. I was like, hey, would you be interested in like this thing where you can kind of carry it with you, but it's thin and it's disposable. And they were like, yeah, totally. That sounds awesome. So that was really all the market research that I did before I went full into production mode. So, so yeah, that's how it, that's how it came about. Yeah. I love those stories just because again, so many times we think that, you know, yesterday you had that idea and then you woke up and then you created it, but you really hear the progression, you hear the market research and everything, and you hear the demand that was there and you decided to, to create something to fulfill that demand. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I know you drilled down into how exactly it works. Could you tell us a little bit more about that um, and how you serve your clients and, and then anything additional that you, you might do to serve the clients you work with? Oh, for the branding service or mm -hmm. just in general? Yeah. So combination of both. Yeah. So with Pocket Palette, I, this was, okay. So 2016, 2017, I designed the Pocket Palette with Instagram in mind. I thought about like, what is a way that and so for the viewers who will see this later maybe um i really wanted to make a cute product and <laughs> like cute is the word that we were going for um because i wanted people to take pictures of it and i wanted people to be like oh my gosh that is cute so i really started with that end result in mind when it came to my packaging and i did this sort of naturally just because you know again the problem solver is like okay what's the solution and how do we work backwards to where I am now? So I had that idea of, I wanted people to take pictures of it, to say, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I desperately need this. And so then that comes with product development of how do we make that happen? And so um, I talked about that bathroom being the first product uh, research and that was what really prompted me to do like research for real. And so ultimately I ended up talking to over 365 women. Um, I had focus groups, I had surveys, um, and people on the mall in DC just like talk to me about your makeup habits. And it really just came down to like, yes, everybody has their own reason for, you know, why they use makeup, but they do recognize that when you need it, you need it. And that was that need that I wanted to get to. And so this story of starting at the end and working my way back is really how I started to think about my, my branding help. So um, I really didn't know that I was a brand coach until a friend of mine told me, he's like, oh, um, I have this uh, classmate and she wants to talk to you about branding. Uh, can you help her? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Um, I don't really know anything about her product or I even had um, other classmates from different years saying like, oh, I'm building this like wearable tie for men, but what can you help me with branding? I'm like, I'm really not the demographic for this. But in that Start, what do you want your customers to say and how do you get there? That was really the key for branding for me. And so now I help people who I call them reluctant millennials because they are the ones who like are very intimidated by influencer culture. They think that because they are not a CEO, because they are not a, um, an influencer, a CEO, they're, they're maybe lawyers, they're uh, maybe even too smart to care about branding. And I just help them think about your brand exists already, whatever it is that you want it to be. 
And so is, are you happy with the way it exists? And the once people hear it like that, they're like, oh, well, I don't know. What do people say about me and whatever? And like, yes, there's a, there's a point to say like, you have to not care about what people say about you and think about you, you know, it's live your own life. That whole thing is great. But if they're going to say something, I want to put words into their mouth and to say like, this is what I want them to say. So, um, yeah, so it's been, I've had a lot of reluctant, uh, millennials. I have even now some, um, Gen Z who are like, oh, I never thought about like my, my digital presence exists. And I haven't thought about like what, what that says about me. So yeah, it's really about asking those questions and helping people get to their end result. I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So as a brand coach, I think what makes me unique is that I completely, like it's easier, it's harder for a coach who does things naturally to explain, oh, you just got to be like this. You just got to be open, open-ended and whatever. And yes, I have a lot of like extroversion just, and people naturally see me a certain way, but it's the that a fact that I struggle too with branding. Like I built a, a, a product, a physical product that out of thin air, and I had no experience in the beauty industry. I had no experience in packaging and anything like that. You know, my experience at the beauty industry was shopping at CVS. So um, it's the fact that people know that I struggled and I overcame it. And now I'm doing it in a way that um, people don't feel intimidated by it. They say like, oh, okay, you're not, um, you're not someone that I need to be embarrassed to share my struggles with. And I think that's something that's always set me apart that people just naturally, um, because I'm so open about it, that they want to, you know, work with me in that way. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So gosh, okay. I will stop at the CEO hack. Um, I don't know about more efficient, but something, a book recently that I read maybe two years ago that I think about almost daily um, is called Moonwalking with Einstein with jo by Joshua Foer. Um, it's called The Art and Science of Remembering Everything. And really what it does is um, as a busy CEO, as a person who meets people and we've all been in that, in that situation where you meet a name, somebody and you just heard their name and you forget right away. Um, this book really helps you understand how you remember things. And it, it goes through the journey of a journalist who um, starts off like having barely remembered a phone number to then winning one of the national championships for like memory games. And it helps me just put things into a different perspective when I'm thinking like, okay, how am I going to remember this? And it actually helped me a lot with branding too, because, you know, it's what you want people to remember about you. So mm -hmm. yeah, I recommend it's, it's a fun, easy read, um, Moonwalking with Einstein. It's, you'll understand why it's called that, but it's, yeah, definitely. I recommend this book to more people than I think, um, makes sense to me, but it's, it's a lot of fun to read and it helps you like, think about like what you say and how you say it and how you remember things. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It could be around personal branding, or it might be just general business advice, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Yeah, I think people are really intimidated by people. So I tell my clients, if you want to speak to the VP of whatever, blah, 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 of your company, 
or you need to email them or your, you know, your hand is shaking. I love that TikTok meme of like you send off an email and your hands start shaking because you're so nervous that you did it. <laughs> I even tell my students this, I, I teach undergraduate students and I tell them like, just imagine that the person you cold called or that you LinkedIn message is reading your message on the toilet because chances are they, they might be doing that. So if you put them in that perspective of like, this is a regular person who is just reading an email. Chances are their kid is screaming, their, their dog is, you know, needs to go to the bathroom and this is their alone time and they're on the toilet and they're reading that your, your email asking for an informational interview, like, you know, take them down a notch in your head so that you can not be a, you can, the worst thing is when you count yourself out of opportunities. So let other people <laughs> um, do that, but never say no to yourself first as the first step. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the little tip that I have um, that I tell people just to think about it that way that, you know, they're like, they're humans too. And it's, it's easy to say, oh, everyone's just people, but like, no, if you really picture them pretty graphically <laughs> like this, it, it does something else to you. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely appreciate that. That's kind of like the 2.0 version. I, I always heard like whenever you're, you're doing public speaking, just imagine everybody with their underwear on um, and that yeah. will help you to kind of uh, kind of, I guess, lighten the mood, so to speak. But I love um, that piece because it's, it's so important that we don't forget the human aspect of business, whether we're talking about personal branding or definitely if we're sending an email out or we're reaching out to somebody we always wanted to connect with, if we kind of take them off that pedestal, so to speak, and understand mm -hmm. that they're just um, a human, just like we are, um, they have frustrations, they have things that they like, they have things that they love and, and so on and so forth. It allows us to have that human connection and that interaction, which is what we're hoping for at the end of the day. Absolutely. Business to business selling is just person to person selling. Um, direct consumer selling is just person to person selling. It's all just about people and it helps to have to humanize people when you speak to them. Yes, absolutely. So I, I love that. And, and, and so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Linda, what does being a CEO mean to you? This is also part of my, my branding thing. I don't really like call myself the CEO often until unless like I'm doing it for a very specific reason I like to call myself the inventor and the coach and the um leader of certain things so I think that CEO is being able to step into any of the hats that you have to wear and ultimately coach other people to get to that point I learned very early on in my career that you could do all of the work by yourself and one, it's exhausting, but two, it just is not going to be as high quality of a work if you do everything by yourself. So in coaching other people to do their best work, that is what makes you a better leader. That is what makes you a better CEO. And if you're doing it as a CEO, then you're doing it for many people and for many business lines and for many humans. So yeah, I, I like to consider myself as a I'm going to help you give you the best tools for your job and let you succeed. That's what being a CEO means to me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Linda, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the very last thing that I would say is that your presence and your brand ex exists. Um, there is like one of those beautiful wall codes that people don't remember um, what you say, they remember how you felt and you can communicate that through your brand. And that is why it's important to at least 
be aware that you are either choosing to actively work on it or choosing not to. Both are okay. I'm happy to talk to people. Um, my website is lindalatinamba.com and that's L-Y-N-D-A, latinamba.com. And yeah, I'm happy to connect with people. You can learn more about Pocket Palette, my story there. Um, connect, we can find each other and talk as humans talk to each other. Yes, absolutely. And to make it even easier for the humans to talk, we will have the links and information <laughs> in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But truly appreciate all the work that you, you, know, you do. I appreciate the time you took today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.